Welcome back to Ensemble's original podcast, Ensemble Chats. This is the first episode of our series of interviews with students, scholars, and industry professionals. I'm your host, Wenny Jane, and in today's episode, I'll be interviewing Ensemble's co-founder and co-host of this Ensemble Chats podcast, Navraj Bra. Why don't you start off by introducing yourself, Raj? Hi, everyone. My name is Navraj. Uh, I also go by Raj. I'm going to my second year at the University of Toronto. I'm pursuing a bachelor's of kinesiology. Uh, like Wendy mentioned earlier, I'm co-founder and co-host of Ensemble and the Ensemble Chats podcast. And along with herself, I'm really excited to be here and record this first episode. Yeah, great. Now that we have been working together for several months since last August, but the listeners are probably new to this, could you describe the behind-the-scene work that gave birth to Ensemble and how did you get involved in this process? Yeah, I think it all started when you initially reached out to me. I think you had noticed that I was a part of another women's group at UFT, uh, Her Voice. Yeah. And when we initially had the conversation about starting an organization like this, we really clicked on the idea of trying to involve non-female allies into the gender equality movement, kind of like he for she does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as we discussed more and more and we started planning, I think we want to address a broader range of issues when regards to gender yes. equality. And we want to create an organization that focused on equitable treatment for all genders and try to be more inclusive with that idea. And also to put a yeah. focus on trying to take an intersectional approach to understanding issues surrounding gender equality. And you know, from this understanding, like yeah. maybe create possible solutions or ways to you know address these issues yeah and i think it's really important that we recognize the wording of non-female allies might be a little bit exclusive in itself mm-hmm. so when we enter the recruiting process of the exact team the executive team of um now we have like nine members including ourselves and they are all very talented and they come from different academic and socioeconomic mm-hmm. backgrounds and during the first meeting um, together, I think we all agreed that we want to focus on gender equity and also social inclusion with an intersectional approach, because um, I think this is the value that we all believe in. So I think it's a very a very nice direction for the group to go. And I think that when it comes to taking an intersectional approach in particular, I think it's really important that we understand that uh, when it comes to oppression or when it comes to inequality, that's not necessarily a zero sum game that uh, all of us like experience oppression. We experience gender inequality differently based off of our collection of social identities, I guess, you know, Uh, one person, maybe someone who's a white female, an upper middle-class family might experience it differently than say a person of color from a different country for sure. So I think it's important to understand that we all experience inequality differently. And even the way we experience uh, gender, like gender-based inequality is going to be different as well. Yeah, I think it's very true. And for those in the audience who are not familiar with intersectionality as an academic term, the internet definition is that it's intersectionality is the interconnected nature of social categorizations such as race, class, and gender as they apply to a given individual or group regarded as creating overlapping and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. So some of the groups in our society might be more vulnerable to all kinds of microaggression. Or gender-based discrimination, for sure. Through this podcast, I think we really want to discuss issues surrounding gender equity with a variety of individuals who are knowledgeable in this area, and also those like yourself and myself, 
in our conversations, we really want to bring out some personal experiences about these issues, since we believe that all individuals can play a part in the promotion of gender equity and social inclusion in our daily life. Um, and we want to gain more perspective and a better understanding so that we're not only like enclosed in our own circles, we want to include oppositions and build our arguments based on yeah, that. And I think even so. just to expand on what you're saying, I think like that's really important to, for mm-hmm. us at least to try to create a safe place for open discussion like this to take place. Just because when it comes to uh, social justice issues in particular, it's really easy for conversations to become tense or to get heated, of course, that we just want to create a place where individuals can come and talk about their experiences and, of course, their, uh, yeah. their viewpoints in a safe and comfortable and relaxed environment, just so we can, I guess, you know, regardless of whether, regardless of your viewpoints and opinions, we can all come to learn and learn from others about their experience yeah. and what they know about these issues. And yeah, we want to understand why it is that we see inequality when it comes to gender and how we can progress forward in a kind of a soft advocacy manner yeah. that we can all like incorporate some actions necessary in our daily sure. life. So what have you, uh, what made you interested in gender equity and why did you want to get involved from a personal perspective? Yeah, so um, when it comes to things like that, like I've always been aware that like obviously men and women are treated differently. Like I grew up with two older sisters I grew up with a stay-at-home mom. I always knew that, uh, like, as a as a male, I was treated differently than them by, like, people around me, people in my family even. And uh, growing up, I think, as a child, I realized that it's not that we were just treated differently. We were also, like, not treated equally in a lot of ways. You know, me being a male, uh, of course, there was advantages and there was uh, privileges that came with being a male that my sisters and my mother didn't necessarily have access to. And I think that uh, I've kind of always been interested in a lot of different social justice issues, like especially when it comes to like healthcare, racial injustices, socioeconomic status. But I think um, from my like ex- experience, I think there's not really a lot of men involved with issues surrounding gender equity. And I think that as a man, I want, really just want to showcase mostly to myself, honestly, and also to like others around us that we don't really need to necessarily face the oppression that we want to help out with in order to, you know, make a difference. I can still, like, as a male, I guess, show compassion towards issues surrounding gender equity and try to make a difference in my own way. Yeah, I think it's very important. And I really like what you just said about that the pursuit of gender equity is definitely not a zero-sum game. For example, males can also, they also should have the choice at home if they want to support their loved ones, right? So I think it's really important that we recognize that think about gender equity and talk about gender equity in a sense that's not very lofty like wholly conceptual Mm -hmm. or academic that uh, we have to talk to different individuals have experience with these instances and who have insights that we can learn from so Mm -hmm. these conversations would be valuable because of them sharing their insights and experience around these issues yeah for sure. What I'm curious about is that have you ever witnessed discriminatory instances against one's gender in your life? Um, I guess from my own experience, I can see that uh, it can also be like a, a cultural thing. I know that like being like, of course, Indian, like uh, a lot of times that women are not treated equally as in men, especially like in India and other countries in Asia, for sure, that, uh, you know, like certain jobs that maybe like they they're not encouraged to go into uh and also 
uh, I guess just the way they're treated, you know, they want, you know, everyone wants, you know, them to stay at home, not to work, you know, to stay in the kitchen, to cook and clean. Yeah. But even just in, even like outside of like, even like in our, you know, like our own university, even like you can see that in certain programs that there definitely uh, is inequality when it comes to genders. Like, for example, you can see like a program like CS, like computer science, that there's very few women in that program. And a lot of times for a reason, I think they're not really encouraged to join those kind of programs and to pursue these these kind of you know like fields and uh even women in those fields do face discrimination as well because i think uh what you mentioned about the representation of women in cs uh, or like Mm non-arts majors or disciplines or lower typically than other ones so i think it's really hard for people uh, like no matter it's women or non-binary really want to work in a certain field um, that they but they don't see a role model or role models that they can look up to they don't see themselves being portrayed as naturally belonging to a certain group so i think it's uh, it can pose some obstacles you need to have a dream to be able to realize yeah and i think i think a lot of a lot of them uh, maybe don't even realize it's an option for them like in a way that they automatically think about certain majors in certain fields that uh, would work out for them and they don't really consider fields like engineering or CS for example Uh, and they kind of stick to what is you know what they have the most representation I think that's that can cause a lot of inherent problems Mm -hmm. with uh, creating of course systems that perpetuate stereotypes and uh, continue to discriminate against certain genders and certain groups. I don't think we should accept this as a norm I think it is something to be mm-hmm. improved and for yeah, sure we're seeing a lot of groups that are working towards no i think i definitely do think that things are moving in the right direction it's just that uh we can't necessarily be satisfied with the way things are now because then you know progress doesn't you know keep happening yeah uh, it's an uphill battle and we need to mm-hmm. we still have a lot to do yeah for sure so you mentioned don't see a lot of men involved in organizations like Ensemble that addresses issue in gender equality. So what factors do you think that might have contributed to this phenomenon? Yeah, I think uh, for a lot of people, I think this this, this doesn't just apply to gender equity. I think uh, when you're not really uh, faced with a situation where you're being oppressed because of your, uh, because of your social identity, you almost get like this kind of like invisibility of like privilege to a certain extent like you don't realize uh you don't realize like for example as a man like maybe i don't realize certain things that you know women have to go through or certain like or other genders have to go through just because because of their gender you know i just assume that things are okay uh, like for example i think a lot of women talk about not feeling safe uh walking around at nighttime just because uh because of like you know sexual assault and uh like yeah. violence and all those things like that and as a man, like, I would have never really, really, really realized that unless somebody had told me that, you know. Uh, I think it's really easy to not necessarily recognize that you do have privilege. And it's not really easy to recognize that women are uh, still in, like, you know, even in countries like this and even, like, in 2021 can still yeah. face discrimination based off their gender. Um, I think another thing is that, you know, as a, as, a, as a man, I think a lot of people don't think that they can help. Really, they think that, like, oh, like, I don't really know how it feels like to be a woman. I don't really think I can really help the situation all that much which I think is uh, somewhat relatable I think for me I think early on I definitely felt that way but I think that uh it somewhat limits your ability or I think it, it's I think it's important for for even if you don't feel like 
you understand. I think it's still important to try to understand yeah. just because, you know, we can't, we can't progress if there is no uh, understanding there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And someone even said to me, like, um, when I talked to that person about starting Ensemble and trying to contribute to the field of gender equity and social inclusion, that person said to me that, um, I don't think there's anything to be done. I know it's very disheartening mm-hmm. to, to, to have heard these kind of arguments, but uh, a person went on saying, I think this phenomenon has been half hundreds of years mm-hmm. and even like even longer and of all genders are just settled like there's nothing to yeah. do about it so I had to listen to this short speech uh, to the current status of gender equity mm-hmm. or gender inequality yeah and i think i think that like it's yeah like like i mentioned earlier, like it's really easy to feel that way when you're not the one facing that type of discrimination for sure you know and like even some even like not just men i think even like depending on like where you come from and you know where you're up here like even as some women might not feel that there's discrimination against them necessarily but that doesn't mean that all women necessarily don't face discrimination based off their gender that just means that maybe there's a small minority or maybe there's a decent amount of them who might not face discrimination but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and that doesn't mean that we still don't have a long way to go to try to you know make things more equitable and just in our society yeah and i think it really starts from just addressing these kind of confrontive dialogues or participating even though you don't Mm -hmm. agree and i think i think those conversations like the one that you just had like even though it puts you in maybe in an uncomfortable situation or maybe made you feel uh somewhat like upset about their viewpoints i think those conversations are still like really important to have just so that you know we can understand maybe why others feel the way they do and maybe like even part of that mentality i guess is why there still may be discrimination today and why you know progress maybe is not as I guess, as good as we would hope at this point. I'm also a bit curious about how your friends reacted to your participation in her voice leadership at Ensemble. Are there various types of reactions among your friends? What advice do you have for men who are thinking about getting involved but are hesitant? Yeah, I think when I told like my friends, I think most of them were pretty accepting about it. Like, I think I have a pretty uh, good group of guys around Very me supportive. that you know I can trust and yeah, very supportive group of guys around me. And uh, for the most part, it was positive. But of course, like, it was still kind of disheartening that none of them decided to, I guess, join in with me. But it's really nice, at least, you know, to see that they were supportive of yeah. it. Um, But I think I think uh, from those maybe aren't as close to me, it can feel sometimes like, it kind of feels like they don't really understand why I'm trying to be a part of this. Like, they're like, oh, like, like, why are you doing this? In kind of way, like, you know, like, you're, you're doing, like, this doesn't affect you. And yeah. I think... I think part of, that's kind of part of the reason why I did want to join this is just because like, you know, like, like they said, like maybe I'm not as affected by gender-based discrimination as, you know, women or other genders are, but it doesn't mean I still can't, you know, care about these kind of issues and want to make a difference. Uh, I just think that if you are thinking about getting involved, I think you really should just go for it. If you see applications for an organization or if you want to, you know, volunteer somewhere, I think, I think you should just go for it. I think people around you probably don't care as much as you think they do about that. I think uh, people are a lot more accepting than you probably yeah. think. And honestly, the more you learn about these kind of issues and the more you uh, become aware, the easier it is to come to terms with, you know, wanting to get involved and caring about these kind of issues because you see them 
in a different perspective. The more you learn, like the more you start to care and the easier it is to, you know, accept that maybe some people just aren't going to understand why you're doing some things, but it doesn't, you know, as long as it matters to you, that's all that really matters yeah. at the end of the day. Like holding on to the value you cherish and helping mm-hmm. turn it into the reality you would like to see. Yeah, for sure. And I think if, if you really care about something, I think you should just go ahead and try to do it because you'll never know unless you try at yeah. least, right? So what do you hope to accomplish through Ensemble? I think the main thing for me is just to try to educate others and try to uh, create more open discussion like we're having today because I feel like uh, topics like this, like social justice issues in general, and especially when it comes to gender, I think a lot of people just don't want to talk about these kind of issues. They, you know, push them aside and maybe they think it's not so important. But I think I just want to bring these conversations. Conversations definitely are important. I think they definitely help us understand uh, where we are at when it comes to, to gender equity. Well, at least it makes me feel very yeah. hopeful to envision society. Such an environment in which people can just demonstrate and bring out their uh, authentic self and don't have to put on a mask for fear of mm-hmm. accepting who they truly were. So I think this will lead to more creation, like creativity and a everyday life and life would just be more relaxing it will be easier for everyone like men will not have to shoulder certain definition of masculinity and for fear of not being Mm -hmm. recognized as manly enough and they will have an easier time and more like adequate environment them to express who what they are truly feeling and help them have a healthier mental health like um, then yeah for the most part like issues surrounding gender equity have always like surrounded like women but i think that like if you even something like this i hopefully i think we can maybe come to terms with i try to understand that you know feminism does not just benefit uh, women for the most part that we can all benefit from feminism we can all benefit from trying to be more equitable it doesn't have to be just for the other side is not to be just for you know others it can also you know we also all have a lot to gain from trying to make a more equitable and just society in in like all aspects yeah i believe these conversations interviews we're having right now with ensemble chats and the events that ensemble is about in the future these will help us to gain a better insight into how to bring such an ideal society into reality and hopefully it will come true someday step by step for sure and i think that yeah i think that like even like you and i even though we do run ensemble i think we like even you and yes, i have a lot definitely. to learn about this and hopefully you know with our listeners we can still learn from other people learn from you know individuals about their experience and uh i guess have a more nuanced uh, opinion and nuanced like way of thinking about these kind of issues. I think it's very uh, necessary for us to keep learning and keep an open mind about our perspectives and not being very rigid, not being like too rigid to see that others also have valuable opinions or first-hand experiences that we can learn from. Thank you for sharing with us your personal experience and insights about gender equity and social inclusion, Raj. And thank you for tuning in to the first interview of Ensemble Chat. Please subscribe if you want to hear more from us. Looking forward to our next